0: Hi, this is Becky Bass, a declutterista. Thank you for listening. I'm excited to launch my podcast and I'm going to start off the show by giving you some random snippets from my life, possibly some decluttering tips. So this weekend was a bit random. I don't know if you guys like the song, The Circle of Life. So basically when I see anything in nature... I'm thinking siminata Seminamanada. So I probably had one of the most naturey, that's not a word probably, experiences yesterday with my son. We were coming back from a bike ride and we have hawks in our neighborhood, so we never see them up close. Like, eh, they sound like, I, I think I Googled or YouTubed um, like Screaming Baby Bird and I realized it's hawks. And we saw, my son pointed out that there was something, a bird on the ground. He thought it was an owl. So we see a hawk up close and we see a squirrel tail kind of moving around. And I'm realizing what's going on here. Poor squirrel. Um, So it's kind of sad. But it was also kind of cool to see that in action. And then we saw him actually fly away with the squirrel in his mouth. So my son and I were like, oh, my gosh, that was so cool, but really sad. So that was pretty exciting. So that happened. So that was just a little something. And then I think I'm really, like, fun and funny. Um, I have a minivan, kind of a beat-up minivan. I call it the Mom Bomb. And I dropped my kids off for school. They got off fine. I'm feeling like on top of the world. I'm going to do my first podcast. And, um, and then my favorite song comes on the one by Lizzo. I don't know exactly what it's called, but I just feel really like cool. And I roll down my windows and it's fall air. And it's just like, I'm wondering myself, are any, are there any other like moms or dads out there that are blasting like hip hop music from their minivan? Um, it's just kind of ridiculous. I thought that was kind of funny. So I just want to tell you a little bit about who I am, why I'm doing this besides that. I think it's awesome. Um and you know what the show is going to be about. So it's called Lighten Up with the Declutterista, and it's going to be a mix of decluttering tips, just silly things that happen to me, a little bit of humor, hopefully to just lighten up, and also some amazing guests um, that I've met along the way, or just people I want to interview um, that are really helping make people's lives better, living their best life. Um, but and to give some relatable nuggets to people who want to move their life forward, do something different, be excited to wake up in the morning. Um, instead of waking up like oh, another day, be like, Yeah yeah. So that that's kind of what I'm going for. Just kind of a mix of inspiration, tips, humor. Um, so let me know what you guys want to hear. So just a little bit about me. I was actually born in Memphis, Tennessee. Um I always, when I hear the song, Walk in Memphis, I think of me. I'm definitely a Southern belle, as you can tell. Um, So the first four years of my life, I lived in Oxford, Mississippi. My dad was a law professor at Ole Miss, and he um, got a job at Suffolk Law. And so we moved from Mississippi to Newton, Massachusetts. And that's where I went to kindergarten. Then we moved to Sharon, Massachusetts. I am a townie. I finally moved back there. And it's so funny. I say I moved back like, oh, where were you? And I was like, uh, Franklin. So it's not that exciting. It's not like I went to Europe or Africa to live. So I really, I'm really wild. Um, I, have, I live in Sharon with my husband, my seven-year-old daughter, my five-and-a-half-year-old son. So I have a kindergartner and a first-grader, yowzer. And a nine-year-old golden retriever, Bear, who used to be the light of my life. And uh, with kids, he kind of, I don't know, sometimes I forget to pet him, but I'm getting better now that they're in school full time. Um, I've always loved entertainment. I used to go to the movies with my father, seeing all the horror movies at a way too young of an age. Um, I have older siblings. My sister's 10 years older, a brother 13 years older, and uh, another brother 14 years older. So oops, here I am. And so I was kind of always watching MTV music videos, I was watching 80s movies, so I loved watching like Stand By Me, Dirty Dancing, and what else, Sixteen Candles, so I loved entertainment, I often, you probably hear me quote some random movies and shows as part of just my regular conversation. I was always told I was creative and witty, and I went to, this is pretty cool, my college was Mount Holyoke. And if you hear dirty dancing, that's one of the first lines that baby's going to Mount Holyoke in the fall. So my husband always says the same line at like a cocktail party or we talk about my college. He says, that's why she went to the college. So that was great. And you know, when I decided to do a podcast, I was thinking about it because when, I don't know, at least for me, when you're a mom, you kind of forget your former life, what you used to do or, so it makes sense that I'd want to have a podcast because I had a radio show in college in the very early morning slot. And because no one else wanted to do it, I was the metal director. So I had to review these, like, I'm sorry if I'm offending you, but these CDs, like Cannibal Corpses, and, like, I had no idea because it wasn't my thing at all. So to say this is a good one or bad one was quite a challenge. I'm like, oh, yeah, this one, they're screaming less. So that was a bit tricky. So I had that radio experience. I took a bunch of journalism classes and – I liked the interview process. I did um, a full piece on uh, country line dancing. So you can see I've always been a little bit random. I had a college friend who grew up in Montana. So we used to drive an hour and a half to go country line dancing in um, Connecticut. And uh, I guess it was a great story. Um, But in general, I didn't – I did. I liked the interview process, but writing it – so to be a journalist and having the pressure of having to write something – was not really my thing. Um, Some of my internships, I worked for WBOS 92.9 and Teen Voices, a publication um, in Boston. My first job was working as an admin at Children's Hospital in Boston. And then my mom said, oh, you should try development. I had no idea what that meant, but I usually, I don't think they think so, but I often listen to my parents' advice And I interviewed for a job at the uh, Children's Hospital Trust, which is fundraising development. I loved working in this environment. Um, I later moved on to Mass General fundraising. You know, I I loved working with these people. They're usually energetic, smart, fun. Um, Obviously, you could go home at the end of the day realizing we made an impact working at the best hospitals in the country. I was was doing a lot of administrative tasks, and that wasn't really my thing. I can't say I was a master, but... I think that um, my personality of being nice and relatable, easy to be around has helped has gotten me pretty far. And, you know, I just think, you know, in fundraising, I was just uh, easy to work with, fun, those sort of things. But administrative was never kind of gave me a lot of stress. Not really stress, but it wasn't my thing. Um, Again, my parents suggested, okay, you've always been interested in health and, communications. So we just heard about this program at Emerson and Tufts where you can uh, combine them both for a health communications degree. So um, I went for that while working my first job at Children's Hospital. And now I'm seeing like, you know, the the decluttering job that I have definitely relates to health communications um, and behavior change and things like that. Um, I started dating my husband and, well, that doesn't make sense. We were and my husband, <laughs> I remember um, when I was pregnant, this I kind of fast forwarded a few years, but I was always planning on going back to work because that's what I was told that like you're going to want to be working. You're not going to want to be a stay-at-home mom. But I remember at like two in the morning, I rolled over and I said, um, I think I want to stay at home, be a stay-at-home mom. And my husband was like very supportive. Um, I think he realized because we lived closer to his work. So... He would have to do a lot of the kids stuff. Um, And I was commuting an hour and a half to Mass General from Franklin. So he was pretty excited. Um, I had a blast being a stay-at-home mom. I did classes, mom's club events, made all these friends, visited friends and family. Um, You know, even though when my son was born, my daughter was just starting to walk at 18 months, but it was much harder probably to get out of the house than to stay at home, you know, logistically but I just loved being out and about and kind of doing what I want, you know, in my, in my mom bob, in my minivan, rocking it out, having fun. I took pride in saving money, you know, I, I, because single one income, you know, and living in nice towns, it's, it's not money isn't flowing everywhere. So I would go to Savers um, and buy used things. I would shop on Facebook and get free things from Facebook. I would even pull off the side of the road and grab something and just take it home and be so proud that like I wasn't spending any money. I wasn't going to Target and just buying everything. Look at me. I'm barely spending, but I can just fill my house of stuff that my kids can play with. So, you know, and I loved yard sales. That was my favorite thing. Go to yard sale and like have a big iced coffee. Um, But I never wanted to be home. I always needed plans. Busy, busy, busy. I was running away from my house. It had too much stuff. I wasn't, you know, looking back, I wasn't fulfilled, you know, just being with myself and the kids. And I don't regret always being on the go because I think it gave me a very sane and happy full life. But I was definitely always seeking something, always seeking simulation. So around the same time, I stumbled upon Mary Kondo's book, The Art of Tidying Up. It's so funny because recently people are like, have you heard of Mary Kondo? Like the Netflix? Because they know I declutter. I'm like, yes, this is how I started everything. So I didn't follow her methods. I just remember running around the house like a hurricane whenever I could, just like putting stuff by the door to donate and just being like, does this spark joy? Bye. No, bye. So I felt amazing afterwards and I realized there's something here. I started to declutter my friends and it lets me kind of get out my energy in a positive way. And I, you know, I, I love decluttering and organizing everything from a pantry to an entire house. I love the whole process. But I really grew my business through stumbling upon a meeting. My friend mentioned at the Panera and Walpole that there is a Pepper Lane meeting. I didn't know what it was. I didn't research it. But I knew she said it was like a mom networking group. So my sister had, my older sister who lives a couple streets away, had started um, a business called Tearless Writing, where she helps kids with college admission essays, with uh, resumes, cover letters, um, any kind of writing that kind of. There's a lot of drama attached to it that people don't want to do. So she's not into the social media as much as I am. She's definitely more private. So I went to help support her. But as I'm hearing about Pepper Lane, which is moms running their own business and starting through Pepper Lane, it's a startup company. We'd be early adopters. We could start a website for free from them. Um, I started to think about my new passion for decluttering. And I'm there. I'm supposed to be there to think about my sister. But I'm like, huh, maybe I could start a business. Why not? It's free so i went home um, created a profile website through pepper lane um, came up with the name De- declutterista and just started promoting myself all over the place um, and what's interesting about me is i'm not naturally organized so I've, i know what it's like to declutter your home your life yeah so i can relate to my clients i definitely don't go in there and judge them like oh yeah i understand this is hard and my, I think my brain does not work like an organized person. I recently posted a picture of my dishwasher, and you should see how I pack a car. Um, let's just say done is better than perfect. So I just love the entire process. And, you know, I connect with clients. I'm often making friends. They, I have their trust. They're comfortable with me. I'm supporting them with their goals. And I like to also just be the go-to person for them in general, like anything around town. I'm meeting so many people and networking different businesses. I feel like any situation or problem you're having, I can kind of lead you in the right direction. So that is amazing. So people always ask, how does it work? I am, you know, flexible to what the client needs in general, but usually there's a discovery call to get a sense of their goals and their mindset. We can work side by side or independently. Sometimes they're not even home. What is most effective is set aside piles to donate, recycle trash, find a new home. I like to take away the items for instant relief and I you know I want to do this podcast because I love my life and the possibilities of always trying new things like I've taught workshops, I develop partnerships with other experts like parent coaches, meal planning people, health coaches. I love networking, I often host decluttering charity events and swaps at my house. so there's so many possibilities. I've always wanted to do like a car cleaning decluttering event because cars get so nasty. Two kids where I I let them eat in the car and a golden retriever. Need I say more? And, you know, sometimes friends are like, oh, you're making a lot of money. Do you have a lot of clients? And I don't really know how to answer that. I have enough. Um, Things are always coming in. But I feel like I'm successful because I love what I'm doing. I'm impacting others. I'm trying new things. I'm having fun, I'm making some money. And you know, I just want people to just like take action and try something new and be open because you can just really have a life that you wake up in the morning you're excited about. I actually while well, my bucket list was doing a stand-up comedy skit and I did one at She breathes which was kind of funny cuz that's like a spa and I was picturing to do it at like a CD place. And I was talking to my sister about content. And she's like It sounds mean, but it's pretty ridiculous given I'm not an organized person. She's way more organized than me. She's like, it's hysterical that you're an organizer. Like, come on. It's true. It's like people could do anything. So I I just want to help help people kind of motivate them and get them where they want to be, figure out what they like to do and make 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 it happen. And I know some people don't have all the privileges that I have. I have family around me. I live in a great town. My kids are pretty easy. But I do, I feel like no matter where you're at, if you kind of work on your thoughts and your actions, I think you can lead an amazing life. You just have to be open. So why why a podcast? Why would I do a podcast? So, I mean, it makes sense looking back at like my radio experience and, inter- and entertainment. And I do love karaoke as well. But a few years ago, hmm. Maybe five years ago, one of my stay-at-home mom friends was mentioning podcasts and just saying "You know, she was in this great job and now she doesn't feel like she's using her brain. This is the first time she feels like she can use her brain. I don't know if that's the exact words, but podcasts, you got to download podcasts. I'm like, I don't really know what that is. But for some reason, I think the first podcast I downloaded was like an entrepreneurial one. I guess I've always – my brother um, who passed away six years ago. Or is it seven years ago now? He was an entrepreneur and I think we were probably the most like alike, like risk takers and just trying it out and not overthinking things, just going for it. So I've always kind of had the entrepreneur mindset. So that was one of the first podcasts I listened to. I was always listening. I think the most the biggest game changer was The Life Coach School by Brooke Castillo and just realizing that I'm in control of my life and my thoughts. I can't be a victim and say, Oh, only if this person did this. So trying to work on my thoughts and my emotions, my actions. That's a game changer for me to, like, lead my best life. So after I started Declutterista, kind of a pie-in-the-sky long-term goal was to have my own podcast, but I have no interest in learning the ins and outs because people do it on their own, and the technical stuff just sound totally overwhelming, but um, through my Pepper Lane journey, I came across um, Kat from the Go Network of where, this, where I'm producing this now, and... I took a tour and I realized that I just have to show up, create content, and book guests and they would take care of everything else. Um, So done and done. Here I am. Why not? Um, So Declutterista, lighten up with the Declutterista. I want to be fun, lighthearted, not take everything so seriously. There is going to be serious content in here, but I really want to give people some tangible things they can do to make their life better. One of the best parts of my life being a business owner is the incredible people I'm meeting. They're killing it. They're loving the work. They're making people's lives better, easier, and ultimately lighter. So I think you can see where I'm going with this title. I like to do a lot of different things. So I feel like this title kind of gives me a little bit more um, space to do that. Oh, space, decluttering, see? Um, So I do want the show to ignite something in you um, and, you know, take a small action and to make your life better if you choose to. So I have some exciting guests booked. And I am excited to, to launch this podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Feel free to share it. And you can go to my website, www.declutterista.com, my Declutterista Facebook page. You can comment on what sort of content you're looking for, any tips, um, any great people to be guests on the podcast. Um, I'm very lucky that I know a lot of people from Pepper Lane and just networking in general that are going to be great guests. So thank you for tuning in.